Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy Frigid Friday here on The Lake Show. Final show of the week. This time next weekend, we will be uh, all a part of and getting prepared for Twins Fest. Looking forward to that. Working on a Saturday. Doesn't bother me at all because we're Twins fans. We love Twins Fest. It's awesome, and I look forward to that next weekend on the airwaves with Christopher Tubbs until 9 p.m. I hope that everybody has a wonderful weekend as we approach it. Let's talk about crime to kick off tonight's show. Crime, the reality of crime. Okay. The reality of crime is something that we must continue to address and deal with everybody in the world wants to live in surroundings that are safe. But are you feeling safer right now than the last few years? The reality is that crime is down. But do you feel it? That's the question. 651-461-9226. Do you feel it? When we talk about crime, do you feel like like it's something that you when we talk about crime and how it impacts us and how you know people are concerned about their safety, the reality is that crime is down. But do we on an everyday basis, do you feel like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel safer right now? Because according to Minnesota Reformer, crime fell in every major category in 2023. The preliminary data released by the Department of Public Safety statewide relative to 2022, and this is across, and they're talking about it being down across the board in 2023. But listen to this. Homicide, down 5%. Car thefts, down 8%. Carjackings, down 38%. Which, that's significant. Carjackings down 38%. Larceny or theft decreased by about 15%. And rape fell by 20%. And according to this report, many of the major crime categories, like robbery, burglary, larceny, sexual assault, are now running lower than they did prior to the pandemic. Others like homicide 
aggravated assault, motor vehicle theft remain well above pre-pandemic levels despite recent declines. So we're seeing it come all the way down across the board. Are there some that are still much too high? Absolutely. We don't want homicides. We don't want any crime whatsoever. The motor vehicle theft stuff, that is something that everybody's concerned about. Because what, what is it, uh, Chris? They, they, is it the Kia boys or uh, the kids are the, that are swiping the, the, the Hondas or whatever? Yep, yep. That, that, that's – it just – that's so frustrating. And, and catalytic converter theft too yes. used to be – That was the off roof. the charts. Yeah. Yes. But do you feel it? That's the question though. Because we can sit here and I can I can give you the the data. We can talk about the numbers that are rolled out by the Department of Public Safety. But do you honestly do you do you feel it like okay yeah I do feel safer right now six five one four six one nine two two six. Now I'll speak for myself and say that I don't necessarily feel any different. Okay, we work in downtown Minneapolis. We are here every single day. Um, across the board, wherever I go, I don't feel safer. I don't feel less safe. It just feels the same to me. But I bring it up because I think it's something that people should note. Because the same way that we're yelling out of our windows and pissed off and upset about crime, we should also acknowledge when crime is starting to go the other way. That that's that's the way that I look at it because I I don't want I, I want to be I think that we should all be honest in dealing with reality with our situation in our communities and just throughout the state because I can see it already. It is January the nineteenth, and we know that what's going to happen here months from now politically that will be a tool. That will be something that will be discussed. The reality is, is we're not there yet. We'd like to see those levels in terms of crime and stuff continue to drop low. But it's not going to be something that I am going to look at and say that people can weaponize because let's talk about the data and what's real. Yeah. Do you feel it? Do you feel safer? I'm with you, Henry, that I don't really feel any different. And I, I wish I could sit here and give you some strong take on, yeah, I feel a lot safer. Thank you, Tim Walsh. Thank you, Jacob Fryer. No, I, I don't. I'm scared out of my mind because we're here at night in downtown Minneapolis, and naturally that's a scary place to be. Yep. I don't feel it because I'm not affected by it, if, if that makes sense. And where I live, I'm fortunate that, I mean, we do have some crime. That happens in our area, but it's not something that is is top of mind for us. You're right. We're downtown Minneapolis. We do occasionally get the panhandler, the you know, the, the person that comes up and will give us a you know, give us a story about being in need. And, you know, you, you mentioned yep. that. But as for car thefts and, and anything that's am I do I feel like my car is going to be stolen? When I leave and it's not going to be there. No, I don't. But I do know that there have been people here that have seen it happen. Absolutely. They, they've seen it happen and they've had to leave their job here like during the show to go down and, and mm-hmm. get it. So mm-hmm. it absolutely does happen. 
But I do think that it, it will be a talking point. It's always going to be a talking point. But let, let me say this, that and some of these have gone down. Some of them have not. It's kind of like the old saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? No, it's all going down. Across the board, all the data is going down except what, 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 what they stated here in the data. And by the way, somebody texted in um, about the numbers. This is Minnesota okay, yes, that we're yep. talking about. They've all went down. It's that some of the numbers with regards to some of the crimes still are um, a little bit higher than pre-pandemic levels is the issue. Okay. But across the board, um, it's down. But it's I it it's gonna incrementally you you gotta slowly chip away at this for thing. sure. I'd I'd love for us to go to no crime, but realistically that's never going to happen. But yeah, when you see these are are down. I mean, carjacking's down thirty eight percent. That's significant. That that is very significant. You know, all of these. I guess when I'm you know when like, I I salute law enforcement when I see that absolutely when I see a thirty eight percent reduction. I, there, there's no way that you cannot acknowledge that. You know what? Um, the the boys and the women in blue, the, the you know, boys and girls in blue, mm-hmm. th- that they're not doing their job. And there are a lot of things that they are doing behind the scenes that we don't see or we don't know about. But ultimately, if this is where we're going, it's a good trend. I feel like it's relative to 2022. So uh, we're looking at a little over a, a year sample size. Is that big enough to say this is absolutely going to continue? I I, I don't know because you know that things are going to ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think that it's going to continue to decrease, but there are going to be spikes. I'm expecting spikes, you know, whether we get to the summertime and when we get into November, Lord knows what's going to happen then because we're already kind of in this, you know, the, the, this powder keg of emotion yep. when it comes to what we're dealing with as a society. But as of right now, the here and now, these are fantastic numbers to see. And no, I don't feel any different. I feel completely at ease at work, outside, and at home. All right, where are you guys at with this? 651-461-9226. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your take, uh, whether it's a phone call or a text. That number, again, is 651-461-9226. And this is The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And when we talk about crime, I'm not sitting here trying to take some sort of victory lap saying that all is right in the world. No, we got work to do. And I'd like to see more cops hired and doing the work of keeping us safe. Because in various different communities, we're still not there, clearly. But your thoughts, your reaction on the WCCO talking text line, 651-461-9226. Uh, this one text from the 507 area code, I'm not sure if this person's taking a shot at law enforcement. Maybe they're taking a shot at law enforcement and police. I, I don't know. But they say maybe there's less crime. Because there's fewer cops to make arrests. And less arrests doesn't mean less crime. I mean, this is not how crime works. So I don't know. Maybe they're taking a shot at law enforcement. I I don't know that that makes any sense when the numbers are going down. uh, But maybe that's their angle there. Yeah, I I think when I look at that, I I can interpret that as they're just there are not as many individuals out there that are being caught. So therefore the numbers are going to be down. That has nothing to do with crime. That has to do with arrest. If you want to talk about arrest figures, that's one thing. Crime is crime. (laughs) So that, that, that logically doesn't make sense. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I guess what I'm, if crime is happening and less bad guys are getting arrested, arrest is one thing. What does it have mm-hmm. to do with actual crime that's taking place? Well, if, if there's not – Because there's crimes that go unsolved. Right. Well, th- there, are, there are crimes, but I, I'm, again, I'm trying to put myself in the position of the texture and say, okay, yeah, there, there's crime that's out there, but they're not being arrested, so that's not being reported. You know what I mean? That's not how crime works. If there's crime – first off, to get to a crime, it's being reported. So – What's I don't I really don't understand how you're understanding what the text is trying to say, because that's just not logically how crime works. There's a difference between arrest and crime itself. For instance, I had a family member that was murdered last summer. They still have not apprehended a person. There's no one that's been arrested for that. There's still a crime that took place. Do you get what I'm do you get my point? (laughs) It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So anyway, uh, from the uh, from the text line, 
for the 952. I don't feel as safe the last year or so riding the light rail into Minneapolis and at home, um, Apple Valley, a break-in. I assume maybe the after a break-in? Yeah, it just says a break-in. I don't know how. And at home. So I, I, hopefully, I, hopefully that texture wasn't negatively impacted by a break-in in Apple Valley. I'm, and if that's the case, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, then that, that – I mean, if, if you have had something happen to you directly, then you're going to have a more personal feel of it. And I totally understand. I mean, and, and you know, as for the light rail, I understand that. I, I myself – I'm still a little trepidatious of getting on the light rail, mm-hmm. even okay. with, even with all of the, you know, increased security and everything that they want to do. I am not in a position where I would be. You know what? I want my family. I want to go on the light rail from downtown Minneapolis down to the Mall of America and back. So I'm. I understand, you know, that completely. If you're not comfortable with the light rail. I think a lot of people are at that. And I feel like that is going to be one of those things that the mass transit, they are going to have a hard time getting people back and feeling comfortable. And I completely understand. And if you want to look at it for yourself, feel free to do so. Go to cde.state.mn.us. I mean, and you can, and you can peruse and go through the, the preliminary data that was released by the Department of Public Safety. That is the link. I'll repeat it again. CDE.state.mn.us. But this is encouraging, right? Like, I, 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 oh, no I, question. I, it's I, encouraging. I, I, I wanted to talk about it because it is encouraging, and I want us to feel like we're trending in a positive direction, if indeed that is the case. I wouldn't be sitting here saying um, that, I'm, that, I, that I like what I see because the numbers are getting worse. That wouldn't be the topic of conversation. The topic of conversation then would be, hey, man, we're not doing a good job, and we are in you know, a, a really bad shape right now. And look, I applaud law enforcement for this because the numbers in terms of hiring really haven't taken off. With all due respect, I, so I want to give those individuals, I don't care where they work, okay, um, I want to give them their props for the work that they're doing because the work that they're doing, we know that there's a stress and a strain that's on law enforcement and police work right now worse than what we've seen in years past. There there are shortages all over the country. And the the cities, there are various uh, law enforcement agencies that are facing that shortage. And part of it, I mean, after all of the stuff that's happened over the past few years – you know, if somebody's like, I don't know that I don't want to get into law enforcement, I have no issue with that because you look at, at the stress and the aggravation, and we talked about all the stuff with Uvalde, that's that's the outlier, right? Like, there are a lot of very good and respectable police officers out no there question. that are doing everything that they can, but the recruitment now, it, it's hard to get people, I mean, it's an uphill battle for police. Like you are, you're battling perception. And I feel like that is yes. a really hard that thing. That other officers put on you. Yes, it's unfair. The Derek unfair. Chauvin's of the world created yeah. this, and let's just be honest here, created this. And this is not, 
I, I don't want to look at just Derek Chauvin and say that he's the first and only cop that's ever done something wrong in uniform. We we clearly know that that's – I mean, it, stuff's been going it's on ha- for a long, for long time. Yeah. But the bottom line is what happened with George Floyd did put it into a totally different spotlight, and it was it was a game changer in, in a really, really bad way. And whenever you see these incidents – and that's the problem. Whenever you see these incidents – let's look at the um, – the uh, the uh, the group of uh, the the black police officers in Memphis, Tennessee. I was just going to say the Breonna Taylor thing. No, no, that was Louisville. Oh, oh that was Louisville. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the uh, the um, the po- uh, police officers in Memphis that beat to death Tyree Nichols. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and, and that was horrible. Breonna Taylor. That's another situation. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see that, we should all acknowledge that those are outliers. But the reality is that. People generalize, and they'll, you know, with a broad brush, they'll say, you know what, mm-hmm. man, this, look look at what the police are doing. And, 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 yes, those people signed on to protect and serve, and they didn't do their damn job, and that was a, a, a horrible situation. But, by and large, the majority of police officers are doing their jobs, yeah, if, and they're doing them well. If you're somebody that wants to get into law enforcement and you weigh the pros and cons, to me, I would have to imagine that the cons are way – there's more cons than there are pros, and that's it's unfortunate because there are good. It be- depends. I, th- I think it would depend be- because there are a lot of people that they want to protect people, like the same the same way that a person might want to go uh, uh, into battle and protect the country with war stuff like that. So it's always got to be like, what are you trying? What, what what makes you whole? What what are you getting out of it? Because I think that there are a lot of good intentioned. Um, uh, police officers and people in law enforcement that aren't looking at it as just a check. The same way that if you look at somebody that's um, uh, a, a teacher, they're not looking at you know the profession of teaching and saying, I'm going to get rich in, 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 in terms of being a teacher. I want to give back. I want to do something that I feel like is impactful and very meaningful uh, for my community and, and, and for my life. It makes me feel good to be able to go into a classroom and teach young people. All right, 651. 651- Four six one nine two two six. I think that maybe Chris is going to get somebody on the horn here that wants to chime in about said topic. We'll take one phone call and then we'll wrap up the conversation and move on to other things. But let's go to the person's name is is this Cletus in Lafayette? Okay, Cletus in Lafayette. Correct. Correct. How you doing? Uh, I, when I when I make this comment, I'm on a neutral ground. Not this way or that way. That's my point. And I respect what you guys do. You do a good job. But you talked about George Floyd in this set. Did you or some of your people watch the the YouTube on the fall of Minneapolis? What 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 does what does what does hold on, I'm trying to figure out what George Floyd has to do with me applauding law enforcement for the work that they're doing. No, no, just a general no, I did not watch. I'm, 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 I'm asking you, what, what does – go ahead and finish your point. My, my, my point is, I, I think – I'm not talking about you folks, but just in general terms, I, I, some, I, I think often uh, the, the message what gets across on public media uh, is kind of swayed. It seems Wait, to be – Wait, what, what, is, what is swayed about this? What, no, one's, no, one's, no one's talked poorly about law enforcement, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out your point. Uh, well, just when you got time, why don't you watch it? 
uh, the fall. I'm of asking what is your, what is your point? I, I'm not I'm not what what is your point on this topic? I'm talking about the law enforcement doing a great job right now and crime is 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 down. I'm asking you what is your point on this topic? Okay, uh, I understand what you're saying. You're, you're trying to tell me I'm getting off the topic. We're correct. All right, thanks for the phone call from Cletus in, in Lafayette. Um, I, I, I don't get the point whatsoever. I, I, I don't. I don't. And whatever documentary that he told me to go down whatever road to, to watch on YouTube, I can't even remember what, what he just mentioned. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather. And then, look, we are all doing it wrong when it comes to lottery tickets. I'll explain next year on The Lake Show. We are doing this all wrong when we play the Minnesota State Lottery. All wrong. And I will raise my hand and say that I'm part of the problem. I know for a fact my dad is part of the problem. Uh, many of you listening are probably part of the problem too. Okay, And we're part of the problem. And you know what we're doing? We're not helping ourselves. We're actually hurting ourselves. And... What it has to do is with is there's a million-dollar Minnesota lottery prize that is gone for good after a winner failed to claim their prize within the 12-month deadline. A spokesman for the Minnesota lottery has stated that, that that's just one amount that million dollars there's 14 million dollars in prizes that went unclaimed in 2023 let me repeat that 14 million dollars in prizes that went unclaimed in 2023 okay emily frost a spokesperson with the agency stated that the million-dollar Mega Millions prize was sold at Casey's General Store in Fridley on July 29th of 2022. So somebody was in Fridley, they stopped at Casey's, they bought a damn uh, Mega Millions ticket, won a million dollars, and it's expired. Mm. That's, that's tough. Now, the deal is this. If that person doesn't know... It won't affect their psyche. They won't be crushed. But if they find a ticket and they look it up and say, ah, I wonder if I want anything. And then they see that it's, it's, it's overdue. It's expired. I put myself in that category, though, in terms of being one of those people that will buy a Mega Millions or buy a Powerball, and I won't check it immediately. So I ask you guys on the text line, 651-461-9226, what is your protocol? How often do you check your tickets? And do you check them literally the night that the numbers come out? Because I have to be honest, all right? I have bought tickets, stashed them in my vehicle, and not checked them for months. Dead serious. My really? dad, My mm. dad is the worst. My dad will buy lottery tickets. And then I'll check in with him, and then he'll say, hey, I got these lottery tickets. Check them for me. And it, and some of these lottery tickets are like five or six months old. I'm dead serious. What What is the, what I, is the limit? I mean, so the limitation is one year? 
Uh, I think that it's one year. They expire after a year. Okay, because I know like there's a you know limitation to like checks and whatnot. And that, when we buy a lottery ticket, we don't play the lottery you know a lot anymore. I, it's it's kind of fun to think about, but it you, you know you, you play it once every what? Maybe once every three months. Really? Yeah. Oh, I buy. I buy a few tickets every couple of weeks. Oh, see, no, and we'll get like twenty bucks. We'll get like ten. No, we'll be like, you know, we'll throw twenty bucks at a, you know, one billion dollar prize, and okay. whatever happens, happens. But if it's not that night, it's always the next morning that I've got to at least check. I mean, I I know that the odds are, you know, it's not like Hunger Game made the odds be forever in your favor. I know they're not in our favor. But if we get our money back or anything like that, that's cool. But I. I could not have a lottery ticket and not check the number. Like that, so that you would check drive it me that night? Uh, probably the next morning. Probably okay. the next because Because I'll usually forget about the drawing. You check within 24 hours? Yes, I check within 24 hours. So what, what? Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Regardless of what's going on, regardless of if, if there, anything's been claimed or not, mm-hmm. you check it within 24 hours. So, so let, me, let me say yeah. this. So let's say that the number, you know that no one hit. Mm-hmm. And you know that the number went up. You check it within twenty four hours anyway. Yeah, just you know, because some people when, when they they just assume they're like, oh, nobody hit it, so I probably didn't hit it. I'll just wait and check it later. Well, and, and yeah, it's like if, if nobody won, it's like okay, well, I want to check my numbers to see if maybe I got three or four. I match the Powerball. Yeah, you know, just because you don't win the big jackpot doesn't mean you might not win anything. So I mean, something is better than nothing. I mean, at, at worst, I'm out whatever the money was that I set, I spent. But you know, best case scenario, yeah, maybe I win ten or twenty or fifty thousand or a hundred thousand. I mean, you can still get something even if you don't hit the the mega lottery jackpot. I, I, the only thing that I check immediately because it is immediate mm-hmm. is the scratch offs. Like those are immediate. Like you're gonna know right away. Oh yeah, right. But think about this. Two $1 million New Year's Day raffle prizes remain unclaimed as of Thursday. Ooh. That's a couple weeks. It's been a few weeks. I, I mean, think about the sinking feeling that you would get if you see this and you know that you bought a ticket at this location and it yeah. hasn't been claimed and you either didn't check it. Well, you- I would think that the people, to, 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 to validate your point, mm-hmm. I think that anybody that hears about a million-dollar winner at the Casey's General Store, they're probably rummaging through stuff to see where their ticket is. Yeah, but I think, you know, sometimes you would – you don't even think – like you buy a lottery ticket and then you just kind of forget about the drawing, right? I, I mean, I have to imagine that happens, and by that point, I mean, I just – I could not imagine – Knowing this and being like, oh, my gosh, where did I put that? Where did I put that? Or you lose it and you're like, I had this lottery ticket, but I lost it. I don't know what would be worse. You know, knowing that you lost it and somebody else might have claimed it or just knowing that you completely missed out on it. Mm. This, I, I don't know what should be worse. All right. This from the 507. It says I never checked my lottery tickets today, the next day after the drawing. But I had one that was in my billfold for a couple of months, and when I checked it, it was, I think they're they're saying a hundred dollars. Okay, I didn't even. Good for you, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't even want to know how many numbers that I was off. I was sure happy with the hundred dollars my lottery tickets and my billfold 
uh, till I checked. That's hey, that's awesome. That's a feel good story right there. Ha, ha, well, hold on. What's the most money that you think that you've ever won playing like Powerball or Mega Millions? <laughs> I'm dead. I've only. I mean, I, I've never won like a hundred bucks. I, I, I think I've won like eight bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm with it's you like on because that. I because I got like the Powerball. Yay! I got the or the Mega Play, whatever that is. Like I I got the last one, which is the one that you want. But I think the reason I can't. I mean, how many how many tickets do you buy at a time? Two. So you would buy two to three because because typically if I go buy a ticket, I buy one of each. Okay. I buy a Powerball and a Mega Moons. Or if I want to get um, a couple of different shots in one, then I'll buy okay. like two Powerballs and two Mega Moons, depending on which pot is bigger. Okay. But two to three typically. Okay. Well, we normally so that's like six dollars a pop. Yeah, and I mean we go. Yeah, we only get. A couple, and I tell you what takes me a while, though. It's like I've got like a mild case of OCD anyway that if I'm sitting there, I'm going to look at the number, and then I have to check every single ticket, and I'm like, okay, God, no, that didn't work. That, that, that And then I'm like, okay, I got two here. I got three here. Did this end up being anything? And it takes me, it, it takes me a good while to try and figure it out, but I don't think I've ever – I, I, yeah, I think eight bucks. All right, I want to continue the lottery conversation at 651-461-9226 if you want to weigh in on this because I have a question about strategy. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, what is the science that you use or strategy when you're buying lottery tickets? And what I mean by that is are you somebody, let's say that you live in the city, and we know that typically the rural areas, that's, you know, that's where they hit, right? Mm-hmm. Are you someone that doesn't care about where you get the ticket? Or do you purposely drive out to more remote locations and get tickets? 651-461-9226. I'll admit that I have a place that I typically go to, and it's not in the city. Ooh, you're going to show us. No, no, okay. no, no, okay. no, no, no. Where you go. I, I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that I don't. So, 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 hear me out. I buy tickets in the city, but typically, I have a spot in one of the suburban areas that I do go and I buy from that specific gas station just because it's close to the gym and it's out a little ways. So, yes, I think that I guess technically I would fall into that category of of I typically buy in remote locations. Okay. Wow, you are really giving it – you're giving it some thought. I just go to the local Not gas station. Not really, sta- but – I go to the local gas station. I say give me 20 bucks, and okay. that's it. I'm, I'm a lazy lotto player. I don't know that – so 651-461-9226. I'll be honest with you. I don't think that I've ever spent more than $10 um, at a time when we're talking about buying tickets. Maybe four or five chances. I've never pulled a crisp tubs and spent 20 bucks. I've never done that. That's 10 tickets. Bravo, my man. You got them deep pockets. I, I, <laughs> they're like I give, two bucks, they're like two I, bucks I, a pot. I give them my little $10 bill, and that's, I call it good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I put You're the bill, balling out of I here. put the big bills on the outside. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, 651 461 
anybody utilizing a strategy, let's go to Dave and Andover. Dave is he look Dave in Andover. That answers his. That answers my question. He's in Andover. What about it? Yeah, you're not in downtown um, Minneapolis, so you don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about what about Me about the, mugged ab- <laughs> about the proximity thing in terms of like where you're buying the tickets, like in the city or outside of the city. Oh well, yeah, the city. Pro- I mean, you know, just you know, I think most people just buy. If they buy lottery tickets, they buy them in you know, close proximity to wherever they live. Oh, you know, really? Like, oh, I, I, I wouldn't go, you know, I I was raised in St. Paul. When I first started playing the lottery, I lived in St. Paul. And I'll tell you, Wisconsin had the Powerball, you know, the big, the big lottery yep. before Minnesota. Yep. And, um... From where I lived in St. Paul, it wasn't that, you know, for, I don't know, for some reason, way, way back, I got fascinated with lottery. So just as something to do, my wife and I would run over to Wisconsin to pick up, you know, a couple Powerball, you know, lottery tickets. And I, I think you could buy them for, you know, for multiple draws for, you know, like, couple weeks two maybe two three weeks worth even you know all right so you didn't have to go over there that often you just buy you know i got you i got you anyway um i don't know my wife hit for 500 once my mother hit for 500 once make the you know um and i i don't play very often now okay but what i you know what i did buy once they started it here, was the New Year's Day raffle ticket. I got you. There's a big, big yep. difference between a raffle and a lottery. Yep, and, and thanks for the phone call from David Andover. I got one more phone call I got to get to before the top of the hour break. Uh, $500 he hit. That, good, good for him. Let's go to Pete in Lake, uh, Lake Elmo. What's up, Pete? Yeah, so I'm going to make a statement. Um, the lottery is a self-imposed tax on the mathematically challenged. Change my mind. Huh? He's still there. Change my mind. Wait, wait. Yeah, say, say, say that again. Say, say it one more time for me. The lottery is a self-imposed tax on the mathematically challenged. Explain. I'm gonna hang up. Explain. A- explain. No, 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 no. You explain okay, to me you're, because you're, okay, okay. you explain to me you're, because you're because to me the lottery is just having fun with spending a couple dollars to 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 to. to but no one's – do I think I'm ever going to win the lottery? And we're up against the clock. So, so thanks for the phone call from Pete in Lake Elmo. I, I, I'm not going to try to change your mind at all. Your mind's made up. I played the lottery just to have fun with it. I never once bought a lottery ticket, spent $2 or $4. I'm going to get rich. No, is, that, is that how people play the lottery? It's how I play it. You expect to win? I'm rich. It's having fun, man. Give him, his, give him his Christmas gifts, stuff like that. Man, Pete and Lake Elmo getting way too deep here on the show tonight. Uh, second hour of the Lake Show coming up next year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.